0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is QC Fantasy. My name is Graham Rogers. I am flying solo today for our DFS podcast. If you missed yesterday's show, so that was a recap from week one with Taylor, myself and Chris. Uh, Taylor and I at the end of that episode also talked about the Thursday night slate. So that is the Chargers versus the Chiefs. Excited about that game. Should be fun to watch. If you are interested in DFS at the end of that episode, after we recap week one, we did talk about some lineups uh, with that game specifically. And only that game, not something I really like to do, but Hey, it's chargers chiefs. That's going to be an entertaining one. Uh, You know, we, we need to get different, right? Everybody's going to be targeting the Mike Williams, probably the Josh Palmers. Uh, and then Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Taylor and I actually worked to get a lineup in where we could have Mahomes and Herbert in it. It involved Pacheco, Gerald Everett, um, DeAndre Carter. So, just some things to think about, especially if you're in some of these bigger fields um, in tournaments. Got to be a little bit different because people are going to be chasing that top-end talent. Not many people are going to be able to afford squeezing in Mahomes and Herbert with one of them in their captain spot, especially on DraftKings. So Something to consider if you want to go a little bit cheaper. We saw a target share to Dondra Carter last week. was the same as Keenan Allen, same as Mike Williams. Uh, Pacheco had 12 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. Uh, just looks to be a better pure run Than CEH, so really intrigued there on how that works out. Obviously, you want to get some Travis Kelsey in there because he is he's just the guy, he's the number one in that offense. And when Patrick Mahomes is slinging the rock, that's that's someone you want to have. But so, first, I do want to dive into you know the over unders on each of these games in the main slate, so the one o'clock and the four o'clock time slots going to look at, you know, what games we want to stack. Where do we want quarterbacks? We want the high scoring games. And do we want to run back with either a wide receiver from the other team running back, tight end, whatever the case may be. So going to run through that information and then look at what game we really want to target. And then what other pieces, maybe ancillary pieces that we can find. And then of course, going to go ahead and we'll uh, enter a lineup here in the Millie Maker on DraftKings, see how it plays out through Sunday afternoon. So First game on the slate for Sunday, we've got the Panthers at the Giants. So Giants are favored by two. Over-under is 43.5, so not a game I'm super interested in. Could definitely look at Saquon Barkley if we can fit him in as a running back. Uh, Huge performance in Week 1, Taylor called it, with him being back. If he stays healthy, definitely looks like he's going to finish top five as far as running backs go. Second game on the slate, so we've got the Jets at the Browns. Cleveland favored by 6.5 over under set at 40, so another low-scoring one, not one that I am overly interested in right now. Uh, Next game, Commanders at Lions, so this is an interesting one. I think we saw both of these offenses, you know, exceed expectations in Week 1. Carson Wentz looking like a QB 1 right now as far as statistics are concerned, throwing four touchdown passes. The line is Detroit by one and a half over under is 48 and a half. So that kind of crosses that 48 point threshold that i look for. Preferably I want games in that 50 or over range, but this week there's only one of those. Um, So Commanders Lions may be a game that we have to look at with a Carson Wentz or maybe a Jared Goff. It'd be interesting if you stacked Jared Goff with a DeAndre Swift with the pass catching ability there. So Might be a game to keep an eye on or, again, pick up some of these pieces like an Antonio Gibson, a Terry McLaurin, even if you went down to a Curtis Samuel who had a ton of targets last week plus some rushing share. Next game up, Buccaneers at Saints. So another one that I think could be – A little sneaky, Saints had a big game last week. Jarvis Landry, seven receptions for 114 yards. Jameis looked good, Uh, so the line is Tampa Bay by 2.5, over-under set at 44 there. So on the higher side for this week, honestly. Next up, Patriots at Steelers. Patriots favored by 2, over-under is 40. Honestly, a game I am completely avoiding. The one player you would normally maybe be interested in would be Najee Harris. Just don't see that, especially with the concerns with his foot, the Liz Frank injury he had in the offseason. Again, I'm I'm not going to have any exposure to. Colts at Jaguars. A couple offenses I think we saw underperform in week one. Uh, So Indy favored by four on the road over under 45 and a half. You know, Jonathan Taylor is going to do Jonathan Taylor things, had 161 yards and a touchdown. Um, We'll look at prices, but for the price you're getting, you need a little bit more than that. Michael Pittman was almost unbelievable in week one, um, up there is a, a top six or seven guy in full PPR formats, which DraftKings is. <clears throat> Next game up, Dolphins at Ravens. So Baltimore favored by three and a half at home over under 44 and a half. Not sure that's one that I want to target either. You could maybe look, look at a Jalen Waddle, a Tyree Killer, Chase Edmonds. Um, I don't expect the same type of performance out of Devin Duvernay. Bateman got bailed out with a touchdown. Uh, Maybe Mark Andrews week for a touchdown. So if you wanted to pay up at tight end, that may be an option. But I'm mostly going to be avoiding that game. A little bit of a sneaky one. So over-under set at 46.5 is Falcons at Rams. Rams are favored by 10.5 at home. Seems like a big number with what we saw out of the Rams last week. It may just be because they were going up against the Bills. Uh, So may look at Falcons covering there, but would be intriguing to see, you know, Stafford Cup, maybe uh, Stafford not being too expensive for this week following the week one performance and then find a run back with maybe Cordero Patterson would be interesting. 120 yards last week with a touchdown. Uh, Also could look at a Drake London or Kyle Pitts if you expect pits out of his seven targets to catch more than two passes but again guy that you're going to have to pay up for next game up seahawks at 49ers san francisco favored by eight and a half over under is 41 and a half i think that line is is a one you could probably take advantage of as well seahawks maybe to cover that eight and a half with what we saw in san francisco i know it was in chicago in the rain in the wind um, but seahawks looked impressive and i think in division they could keep the game close Another interesting game, Bengals at Cowboys, over-under set at 41.5, Cincinnati minus 7.5. As far as the favorite, um, I'd be intrigued to take that Cincinnati line and push it higher personally. But as far as DFS goes, I am a little concerned with if this game turns into a blowout, um, You know, who's going to score the points uh, and how much are they going to play in the second half. So I'm not sure I'd be really interested in stacking Joe Burrow. Maybe with the T Higgins injury, you could look at playing Jamar Chase here. Uh, Tyler Boyd may be an inexpensive option at wide receiver as well. Uh, Let's look. Texans at Broncos. Broncos favored by 10 at home over under at 45. Uh, Another line I think may just be a little much when you see double digits there. Uh, Texans, Texans may have a good shot at covering that even on the road in Denver. Um, not overly interested in this one. If somebody wanted to take a shot on a Sutton or a Judy, they had the same number of targets last week. Um, wouldn't blame somebody, but I'm not a game I'm going to stack. And then the big one here over under set at 51 and a half. Cardinals at Raiders. The line is Las Vegas by five and a half. So this is definitely the interesting one. You know, we had Cardinals Chiefs last week that paid off big on the home side. Uh, Kyler had a good game trying to bring the Cardinals back, obviously nowhere close to enough. And then I was high on the Raiders Chargers game last week, had some Derek Carr stacks, maybe somewhere I'm, I'm going to look as well. So Derek Carr, Kyler Murray, definitely going to have exposure to that game. Um, so let's go ahead and swing over to DraftKings here. We'll check out some of the pricing, obviously, because that will dictate, you know, where do we want to get different? So I do want to narrow down um, some of these games. So I was interested in, you know, Kyler Murray at Las Vegas. He's actually the most expensive quarterback on the main slate since Mahomes and Herbert are playing in the Thursday night game um also have guys playing in the monday night game we've got the double header so titans at bill so that takes josh allen off the slate vikings at eagles you lose Kirk cousins and jalen Hurts, so a lot of fantasy points out there um on thursday and then also monday nights so kyler murray priced at 7500 probably a little too steep Deep For me, if I was going to take Kyler, it'd be really interesting to look at a stack with maybe a Zach Ertz and one of the running backs. Um, You know, I know Marquise Brown is there. I'm a big fan of his. Uh, Didn't quite get the performance I would have liked out of him last week. Um, We saw Greg Dortch with a bunch of targets and receptions, but is that going to repeat? Uh, Do have Lamar at 7,400. Russell Wilson at 72. We talked about maybe a Joe Burrow with Chase. Stack against Dallas at 6,600. Tom Brady against Tampa, 6,400. did talk about Matthew Stafford at 6,300 being an option. Uh, but, again, one of my favorites right now. I mean, we've got Derek Carr at 6,200. Arizona just let Patrick Mahomes throw all over them, uh, forty-four, let up 44 points in that game. As you go a little bit farther down, you do have Carson Wentz, Trey Lance, Tua, Marcus Mariota, Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, all between – 5,800 and 5,500, so take your pick of who you like the most there. I'd probably look at maybe Jameis going up against the Bucks. He's going to have to try to keep him in that game, Uh, but for this lineup, I am going to look at Derek Carr here. So Carr locked in as my quarterback at 6,200. Looking at running backs, I don't mind Nick Chubb. He is the most expensive. Sorry about that. Not at the top. Jay. Jonathan Taylor priced as the most expensive back on the slate at 9900 Christian McCaffrey still, I think, a value at $8,900, um, even more so lower than that. Saquon Barkley at 7300 That may be one that I try to find a spot to squeeze him in. We saw what Chubb and Hunt did against the Carolina defense. is going to be one I'm probably going to circle and come back to. Alvin Kamara, actually a little bit more expensive than Barkley at 7400 Mixing at 7,200. I was talking about Nick Chubb against New York. The Jets at 7,100. That would be interesting. I don't know if I like it as much as Barkley at just 73. DeAndre Swift at 7,000. James Conner is one I've thought about at 6,900 as my run back against Las Vegas, but I might try to get a little bit different there. I think, again, Las Vegas could get up. Arizona's going to play catch-up. I don't know how much that's going to benefit James Conner, especially if we're banking on touchdowns for him. Looking farther down, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, uh, Javante Williams, all in the 6,500, 6,700 range. And then there's a little bit of a drop down to a Najee Harris, concerned about health, uh, somebody that I'm going to avoid. Antonio Gibson at 6,200, Melvin Gordon at sixty one. Cordero Patterson against L.A. is interesting at 6,000. Don't want any part of Ezekiel Elliott at 5,900, nor Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard at 5,800. And then we start getting into guys that I'm just really unsure of. Daryl Henderson in L.A. at 5,700, James Robinson, Travis Etienne, Cam Akers, gonna keep scrolling down here see if there's anything interesting michael carter against cleveland at 5200 him and brees Haller price there both of them saw a lot of targets obviously with joe flacco throwing the ball 59 times that's gonna happen uh look like carter was the alpha there i am gonna need to save some money at running back so i may be considering a couple of those guys um Let's plug Michael Carter in for now as a placeholder. Uh, Chase Edmonds is down there also at 5,200, but for this week, Edmonds against Baltimore, Michael Carter against Cleveland. I may plug in some Michael Carter here, at least for now as a placeholder. I'm also gonna go ahead and plug in my guy Barkley here. So don't have a run back. With Arizona just yet, so probably going to be looking at wide receiver or tight end, potentially both. Uh, interesting that Cooper Cup now priced way up. 9900 obviously was not on the main slate last week, so this is our first look at uh, his price on the main slate. Big drop down to Devontae Adams at 8600 <clears throat> Probably someone I want to stack with Derek Carr here. Tried to save some money at running back with that Michael Carter pick. You do have Jamar Chase at eighty. 80- Oh, sorry, 8,600 below Devontae Adams. So if you wanted to go Burrow Chase, I could completely understand that. Debo Samuel, 7,800. Tyreek Hill, 7,100. Don't want any part of C.D. Lamb at 6,900. Mike Evans, Mike Pittman, both 6,800, 6,700, respectively. Terry McLaurin is up here at sixty six. Amon Ross St. Brown actually at 6,500, ahead of Jalen Waddle at 6,400. Would be interesting to see in that Detroit Washington game, maybe a team that has golf St. Brown, Swift, and then you could run it back with, you know, one of the Washington receivers, whether it's Samuel, McLaurin, uh, something like that. Maybe you sneak Gibson in there. Uh would be interesting to see how the salary works out. I may actually do that at the end here after I get this lineup set. Do you see Marquise Brown down here against Las Vegas. I may save my stack for Zach Ertz as my run back in this Arizona Las Vegas game, or maybe one of these less expensive Arizona running backs. Uh, Michael Thomas, actually at 5,800 against Tampa Bay, saw his two touchdown week last week. Christian Kirk uh, up against Indy is at 5,700. That's another interesting one after his, you know, he had over 100 yards receiving last week. Jerry Judy priced down at 5,600. I'm not interested. I don't think he's going to have another touchdown. Worried about Renfro a little bit. He's priced down at 5,500. There's Rashad Bateman at 5,500 as well. Uh, Just worried about Renfro with what we saw as far as target share with Devontae and Darren Waller out there. Uh, I may sneak Tyler Boyd into this lineup at 5,400 instead of paying up for Chase. And if I'm not stacking Burrow, Uh, I still don't mind Boyd early in that game. I don't think they're just going to run it with Mixon the entire time early. That's when I could come back to uh, Drake London again, 5,200 against the Rams. Let's see who else down here can be targeted. Uh, DJ Chark, if you want a more affordable Detroit wide receiver, in that game is at 5,100. Russell Gage may get more opportunities. Uh, value there at forty eight hundred in that Tampa Bay at New Orleans game. So let's start piecing this together. I do really like Curtis Samuel. He's down at forty six hundred this week. I mean that's around Devontae Parker, Chris Olave. I do see Chase Claypool forty seven hundred. I do want exposure to that Washington Detroit game. So I'm going to plug in Curtis Samuel. I will complete my stack with
1: Devontae Adams. Then I don't know if I can pay up for Marquise Brown,
0: but let's see what we can do. If we do plug in Marquise Brown, I'm going to skip down to my defense here, see who to target. Rams are most expensive at $4,000. 49ers are next at 39, Broncos at 38, Browns at 37. Rim. Ravens at 36 against Miami. Colts against
1: Jacksonville, 35. Let's see where... Wasn't a great showing
0: last week for the Bengals defense, but this defense was clearly set before the DAC injury. They're priced at $2,200. Definitely going to be chalk with that defense. So do I want to get different? Or do I go with the chalk against Dallas? I think I'll go chalk there. I think I may have a good bit of difference here with Curtis Samuel, Michael Carter in here as less expensive options. Paid up for Devontae Adams, running it back with Marquise Brown, Barkley at running back as well, Derek Carr. So let's look tight in here. I was thinking Ertz. I want to see his value. 4,500 uh, for reference. Mark Andrews is 6,400. George Kittle, 5,900, who I'm not sure is even going to play. Kyle Pitts is intriguing at 5,400. I don't think I have the salary to pull that off. Um, do have Schultz behind him at 52? Hawkinson at 47? Zach Ertz would put me right about 5,000 left to spend. In my flex spot, let's see what other options are down here at tight end. Do like Albert? Oh, he's at thirty-seven hundred. We did see some splits there. Don't know if I want to take the shot on Evan Ingram, Hayden Hurst. We saw Tyler Conklin with targets, but again, Joe Flacco throwing fifty-nine times—is that sustainable? But man, after that, it gets thin. Logan Thomas, C.J. Uzoma, Johnu Smith, Mo Cox. Harrison Bryant actually out-targeted David Joku. If you want to chase touchdowns again, which I don't think are going to happen, O.J. Howard's priced down at $3,000. All right, let's pull the trigger on Zach Ertz, $4,500. That leaves me $5,200 to spend in my flex spot. So that puts the likes of Brees Hall, Ramondre Stevenson, Chase Edmonds, J.D. McKissick, Drake London, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, uh, all at fifty two hundred. Just below them, Jeff Wilson, Brandon Ayuk, Chuba Hubbard, DJ Chark at fifty one hundred. We know Elijah Mitchell's on IR. He's priced at five thousand, along with Tyrion Davis Price, Kenneth Walker, Elijah Moore, Mike Davis, Giovanni Bernard, Jarvis Landry's an interesting one at five thousand. Rex Burkhead uh, against Denver down at forty nine hundred. Burkhead is interesting. Russell Gage at 4,800 is also interesting. But I am leaning towards Shark in that Washington-Detroit game. I do have Samuel in Washington, so if that's going to be a shootout, there's some correlation there. The other option is to get some exposure to that L.A. Rams. Atlanta game, Atlanta coming back. Might be good to have Drake-London. I don't want Breeze Hall when I already have Michael Carter not interested in Ramondre Stevenson. Chase Edmonds is my guy, but maybe not against Baltimore this week. So I'm going to pull the trigger on DJ Chark, 5,100. Get some correlation there with Curtis Samuel. So um, looking at lineup, i got about $100 remaining here. So Derek Carr at quarterback was 6,200. Michael Carter at 5,200 at running back. Saquon Barkley, Running back, 7,300. Curtis Samuel looking at 4,600 at wide receiver. Devontae Adams, so stacked him with my quarterback, Derek Carr. Uh, He was 8,600. Marquise Brown is my run back in Arizona, Las Vegas at 6,200. Zach Ertz also run back, 4,500. DJ Chark, again, my correlation there with Curtis Samuel at 5,100. And then the chalk defense, the Bengals defense is twenty-two hundred, but it gave me the flexibility to do some of those things. Um, Just looking at some of these totals here, because if I go back to the winning team of million dollars, the tournament Taylor and I entered in our first show, they scored two hundred and fifty-one points and. 251.4 251.4 points, so that lineup for reference was Patrick Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, Antonio Gibson, Romeo Dobbs, Michael Pittman, Christian Kirk, Travis Kelsey, Justin Jefferson, and the Steelers defense all in one lineup. So, you know, you look at 251 out of
1: the 6-9 lineups. So you're talking about a guy that got,
0: points 27.9 points out of each position here so really got to be looking for 30 points out of almost everybody obviously justin jefferson last week got him 40 Mahomes was at 37.9 barkley at 36 Um, gibson was down at 20 dobbs at eight but those other guys made up for it. Kelsey got him 29. Uh, yeah, it looks like Jefferson 42. The Steelers' defense and at 26. Um, so looking at my lineup, you know, Barkley got 36 last week. Devontae Adams got to 33, uh, hoping for more out of Marquise Brown and Zach Ertz. It's going to have to be touchdowns with Ertz against Las Vegas. Uh, DJ Chark was at 15 last week. Curtis Samuel at 20. Michael Carter at 17. Again, if Derek Carr can have a big game against this secondary in Arizona, they got lit up by Mahomes. He had 16.8 last week. And then the Bengals defense last week only had two points, but we're talking about going against a Dallas offense without Dak um, Prescott. So I'm going to go ahead and enter this lineup. feel good about it. going to be interesting to watch. I am concerned about tight end. Maybe forcing that run back a little bit. If I look at forty six hundred dollars, it's maybe a change post-show that's made, not to go with Ertz, but you know, my options for cheaper are Friarmuth, Gesicki, maybe Higby had a lot of targets last week, didn't quite pay off. But after that, again, you get into Noah Fant, Cameron David David Njoku, Albert Akui bunam This may be a week that you do want to pay up for these top guys. You know, Pitts against LA, Waller against uh, Arizona, and even Andrews against Miami. Um, you know, Lamar threw three touchdowns last week. Andrews didn't catch one. They went to Duvernay and Bateman. So might be a week you want to pay up at tight end. So I'm going to go ahead and enter this lineup. And I do
1: want to go explore Really quickly just for the people and honestly for myself See if I can get a lineup in with this Detroit versus Washington game I Also do like the idea of the the stack with burrow and chase But I don't think I like it as much. So let's uh let's get one going. Here. Pulling up the NFL games again, sorry. After submitting. I'm gonna go down to a smaller tournament here. For this one, since we're kind of playing around with lineups a little bit. There we go. We're running one of these $3 tournaments.
0: Here's a create. All right. So I am going to look at Jared Goff probably on this one. No, Carson Wentz had the bigger game last week. So, again, golf priced at 5,400, had 16.5 points last week. Carson Wentz had 32, so doubled him up at 5,800. But I do have plans for that money. I'm going to save about $400. So I'm going to go Jared Goff here. Uh, running back, I am interested in that Swift stack. I think just the targets he's getting out of the backfield, he's 7,000. I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger there. I will come back to my second running back. I want to look at wide receivers. I am. I had Chark in the last lineup, so I may get some more exposure to amon Ra here, even though he is the more expensive option. 6500 for amon Ra. And then I do need exposure to Washington. I'm not going to get a tight end. Um be interesting to see if Gibson could fit in the flex spot but let's come down here let's see
1: who's less expensive of Curtis Samuel and Jahan Dotson So I do have Curtis Samuel at 4600 Looks like I need to search for Dotson here real quick.
0: Dotson is 4200 so Dotson's the less expensive. Don't like that he had the touchdowns last game. Don't like to have too much exposure to one
1: guy, but I may look at Curtis Samuel here at 46 instead of Dotson at 42
0: May regret that. All right. Let's get different. Let's save some money. Jahan Dotson, 4,200. Final receiver. Let me look at what game. What am I going to do at the tight end position? So if I target Andrews, Waller, or Pitts, I obviously like that Arizona Las Vegas game. I'm intrigued by Pitts at LA, but I'm going to lean Waller. There's only a $200 difference, and I think that game's going to have more points, Arizona Las Vegas over Atlanta
1: LA. So let's go Waller at tight end. Come back to my running back wide receiver and flex. Let's go ahead and go defense again, get that money off the board.
0: Again, you just kind of see in the process I go through as far as the budget, what things I'm looking at,
1: obviously changing up the order a little bit. Uh, Dolphins defense had 18 points last week. They played Baltimore. Man, 49ers defense priced up at 3,900. They're playing Seattle. India, Jacksonville
0: could force some turnovers, even though they didn't look great against Carson Wentz. They're at 3,500.
1: Actually, I'm going to look. I know TJ Watt
0: has the peck injury, but they're playing the New England defense. I mean, offense who made. The Dolphins' defense look amazing. I'm going to go with the Steelers against New England. They're at home, $2,800, which is $1,200 less than the Rams, $1,100 less than the 49ers. I'm going to go Steelers' defense against New England. That's a game I wanted to avoid, so it makes sense to pull the defense from there. Then I've got to figure out, looks like about $6,000
1: per player here. Got to start looking wide receiver. DK Metcalf at San Francisco. Already
0: have Marquise Brown. Michael Thomas against Tampa Bay is interesting with the game he had. He looks like the real deal. Jameis is, is slinging it. Christian
1: Kirk playing against Indianapolis. Man, I don't want to chase touchdowns with Michael Thomas, but Jameis is a quarterback, and if they have to play comeback... Let's see. What did what we have
0: as far as target shares go in the Saints with Landry and Michael Thomas? So targets, 8 for Michael Thomas, 9 for Landry. Thomas had five receptions. Landry hauled in seven. Again, Thomas had the two touchdowns payoff. Landry had 114 yards, no
1: touchdowns. Jarvis Landry had 42% of the offense's receiving yards. See what other options are on the slate. A little bit lower. Not really interested in anybody
0: from... Tyler Lockett, Jerry Juder, Hunter Renfro, Rashad Bateman, Julio Jones, Allen Robinson, all grouped together. Drake London is interesting because I didn't take Kyle Pitts. He's priced out at 5200
1: Save some salary, could pay up at flex. I'm going to chase. I'm going to chase Drake London here. In comeback
0: mode. Against a team that just got lit up in the secondary. no, by a really good quarterback. I think he's the best rookie wide receiver in the class. Let's go Drake London at $5,200. going to bump back here to running back. I've got about $6,600 per player, which puts me around Kareem Hunt. Uh had the touchdowns last week. I could pay up and get Nick Chubb, go cheaper at flex. Could get even more correlation in Washington with Antonio Gibson. Uh, Cordero Patterson at 6,000. That might actually be more intriguing than Pitts at wide receiver for 5,200. Again, this is the beauty of a live show, setting lineups. You get to hear the thought process and indecision
1: going on here. You know what? I am going to go Cordero-Patterson in my running back spot, which means I'm
0: going to remove Drake London. I don't want to be overexposed to that game. So now the question is, do you pay up big at your third wide receiver and try to find value at the flex spot? Right now, Jared Goff at 16 points, Swift last week at 29, Patterson at 25, Amon Ross St. Brown at 20, Jahan Dotson at 18, Darren Waller was low at 11, the Steelers defense
1: at 26. Probably need to try to get a little bit different here. So let's let's pay up that wide receiver. If we want to
0: correlate with Cordero Patterson, I may throw Cooper Cup in here.
1: That's gonna to be too expensive. We'll only have two grand to spend after that. Jamar Chase is an option. Debo Samuel.
0: Bump down here. DK Metcalf against San Fran.
1: I know everybody hyped up Geno because they got the win, but statistically that didn't look great.
0: Jamar Chase is interesting at 8,000. That would leave me 4,500 against that Dallas defense. Again, it's a blowout, so I don't know how much they're going to run the ball, but when they are throwing, you got to think it's going to
1: chase. Circle back here to Michael Thomas. You know, I'm not going to chase the touchdowns. I'm going to go with the talent. Jamar Chase for
0: 8,000, which means I've got to go 4,500 or lower for the flex spot. So I'm going to start looking at output from last week. Curtis Hamill was just a little too high at 4,600. Scrolling down, Donovan People, Donovan Peoples Jones, Brandon Bolden, Zach Ertz. Two of values down here. Friar Muth, Jacoby Myers,
1: Devin Duvernay. Zay Jones, Tyler Higby. Gotta love the indecision. Changing my mind again. I keep coming back to him, but Michael Thomas at 5,800. Leaves me 6,700 in my flex spot. This is where I start looking. Kareem Hunt, Javante Williams. Michael Pittman's there against Jacksonville. Usually like to shoot for wide receiver in this flex spot. I think there's
0: just more upside. But I don't know if that's the case with Javante Williams sitting there. Antonio Gibson a little bit lower. Down at 20
1: last week. Christian Kirk not interested in James Robinson. I think I have to stick with my own advice and go back to the well with Michael Pittman.
0: Um, Just some absurd numbers last week. So... That's the way I'm going to lean. Again, Pittman, nine receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. I'm going to pull the trigger with him in my flex spot. So just a recap, again, I know that was a long walkthrough thought process. So Jared Goff at quarterback was $5,400. DeAndre Swift at $7,000. Cordero Patterson at $6,000. Amon Ross St. Brown. Stacked with Jared Goff at 6,500. So him and Swift uh, from Detroit. Jahan Dotson, again, the cheapest of the Washington wide receivers at 4,200. Michael Thomas at 5,800 going up against Tampa Bay. Darren Waller, again, love exposure to that Arizona Las Vegas game at 5,600. Michael Pittman. 30 points last week at 6,700, and the Steelers defense sitting at 26 points last week at 2,800. So lowest scoring players from last week, Darren Waller at 11.9, Jahan Dotson at 18, uh, Jared Goff at 16.5. So everybody else above 20 points. Again, will that performance repeat? Uh, And I don't know how different I got in exposures here. Don't have anybody. Jahan Dotson's the lowest. Uh, Some other people are going to chase those point totals as well. Uh, Would be interested, probably do this post-show, but look at Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Stack, and see what I can work around that as well. But just a quick glimpse into the thought process, the games going on, and then a couple lineups here. I'm going to go ahead and enter... This lineup as well. So there it goes. Those are official. And obviously, next week I can recap everything that went on. So again, I know on yesterday's show did talk about you know turn a five dollar entry in the Millie Maker last week into ten dollars, doubled that up. uh, Had a couple other less expensive uh, tournaments that we got into. The money came out positive last week. Obviously, the goal this week as well starting with these two lineups but other than that we will be back tomorrow in your feeds uh, so i'm going to preview week two more in depth start sit options we'll look at our lineups as well in our leagues and just see what changes we've made after week one where do we overreact uh, and where are we just making moves that we think are going to play out best now and for the rest of the season so with that you can find us at qc underscore fantasy on twitter and on instagram give us a follow Reach out, let us know any questions you have. We'll answer them on the show. And other than that, I am out. Thank you.